In the life of Daniel, there are many confidential instances that he had that are recorded in scripture. In the study of the book of Esther, the Lord allowed me to do this past summer, the reigns of Asherus, Xerxes, and Darius, and the lives of Esther, the three Hebrew boys, and Daniel, they all parallel, sometimes they, and sometimes they intersect, and even it touches into Nehemiah. But yet for today's time together, I want to focus on Daniel 12 in the message version, well, translation, we see Daniel again interacting with heavenly beings and him being very distressed and rightfully so about what he was seeing. But yet at the same time, the angelic host tells him to not be scared and keep going about your daily life. And he also tells him, again, the message translation, that this is confidential information. Let's explore that further. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ, through the grace of our Father, as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. With everything currently going on in the world, I don't find it interesting or terribly fascinating that my meditation time has gone back to the book of Daniel. And Daniel, we already know, is a prophetic book. Now, there may be some of you who are new to this particular space and may not be familiar with the book of Daniel or even who Daniel is. Daniel, much like uh, the three Hebrew boys that we often identify by their Babylonian names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but I believe their Hebrew names are um, Mishaniah, Ananiah, and I can't think of the I can't think of the last because I don't actually have the text in front of me. But I will make sure I put their names in uh, the show notes for clarity and confirmation. And yet, at the same time we see that in the book of Daniel, much like now, that there is upheaval, that we see Nebuchadnezzar trying to dominate 
the people, the, the Israelites, the people, the people of God. Now, again, I am not ready to speak about what is happening on the other side of the world as it relates to Palestinian Israeli relations. The one thing I am going to say is genocide is wrong. It is wrong. You cannot do evil in the name of God and call it right. Now, until God gives me further insight and further permission, that is all I'm going to say. Because as of this recording, there are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are 36 children who, due to this conflict, these are preemie babies who are no longer alive because because of the tyranny of, of what's going of what's going on. And even in the book of Daniel, it's mentioned. Palestine is mentioned as lovely Palestine twice. The God of the Israeli is still the God of the Palestinian. That's all I'm going to say right now until God gives me further insight and further and further revelation and further confidence as to what to, what else to say. What I am going to say is what we are seeing is not new. It is not new. And for that and for that cause, right? For that cause, it is imperative that we understand that what is happening in the life of Daniel can be paralleled to a lot of to a lot of world events in antiquity. But the thing that struck me this morning as I was finishing getting ready for work, getting my kids ready for school and just getting ready for the day and, you know, charging my spiritual battery, as it were. What I noticed is when Daniel was given all these prophetic revelations, because again, Daniel is a prophetic book. Daniel, Daniel is a book that is full of political intrigue. It is a book that is governmental as far as you see how, uh, how ruling classes inter interact. You see how, uh, how Nebuchadnezzar really, he values Daniel in so, in so much as what he can get from him. So there's a lot there's a lot going on. You also see that Daniel is still a Hebrew in a foreign land who never got to go home. Who never got to go home. But the one thing that I see in the life of Daniel and, and was able to pull out this morning, thanks to God and his, and his immense gracious, graciousness, is that even when, God, when Daniel got revelation, when he got, when he got vision, the first thing he did was take it, was read scripture. Now, the, in the circles by which I travel, the vernacular around that is you take it back to the word, AKA also known as what you see, go back to scripture. Is this new? Is this something that God told about before? Am I supposed to release this? Am I supposed to pray? What am I supposed to do with this? <clears throat> and again, in Daniel 12, the uh, angelic host tells him, that this is confidential information. Some things that God shows you 
are just for confidential information. This is just on a need-to-know basis. Just like in, in uh, the government, you have to have a level of clearance to even get exposed or even know certain information. And then, depending on clearance, depending on your position, you only get so much of that information. And the thing that we need to understand as the body of Christ is, especially in this, in this digital age, in this age of everything being instant, everything being exposed, people being so willing to expose other people, you have to understand what is confidential and what is common. I'm saying it again, you have to understand what is confidential and what is common. If something is common, that means anybody can share it, anybody can know. Confidential means that this is secret. This is something that only select few people know. And again, in the life of Daniel, Daniel God trusted him so much that he was able to give him this level of access and information. But yet, understand, most of these things came through prayer. Prayer, fasting, and his intimacy with God. You have to understand that this, uh, this superstardom some, some people in the body of Christ want, that's a farce. Because the only title you will ever get outside of anything in the fivefold is servant. But even if you were in the fivefold, you're still a servant. Now, again, again, those of you who may be new to this particular, this particular space, when I say fivefold, that means that the five offices that are dicted, that are listed in Ephesians 4, these are apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, and evangelist. These are, these are the offices that are in the body of Christ that are supposed to be teaching, governing, and building and occupying until the day of Je until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, again, I'm not going to get into on this on this particular platform as to why some people don't believe the fivefold exists and all and all of this. I'm because personally, I do. I it would not be in the text if it was not meant to be activated, if it was not meant to be referenced, if it was not meant to be used, and if we did not see this in church history. But I do want to stay with this idea of something of something being confidential. What we see in again in the life of Daniel, again, I'm going to reference Daniel 12. What we see in the life of Daniel is in his life, because theologians believe Daniel lived maybe about 70, no more than eight, between 70 and 80, 85 years. And he was captured as a young man and he was kept in captivity as an older man, but he was exemplary. He was exemplary even in, even in captivity. And the thing that is so incredible about that is in order to be kept that far from home, he had to know God. And even in that knowing the, the, the text tells us that God doesn't do anything in the earth until he tells his, until he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. So the fact that Daniel was in a position, even in a foreign land, to get this level of information, this level of access, this level of revelation 
And he still gave God honor for that, even when he had to reveal and translate dreams. Even when he was counted among the magicians. You have to understand that you as a believer, you as, you as a prophetic person, you who walk in the office of prophet, you who walk in the fivefold, you who are a believer in this great gospel, there may be things that God shows you, tells you, reveals to you that may just be for you. There may just be things that God shows you. And they are to pray, pray about, write down. They are to be kept, to be prayed over, to give to your leadership, but they're not supposed to be shared widely. And what I believe we get confused in this, again, this digital age is we think every time we hear something that sounds good, that we need to share, share it to how many of the people who quote unquote follow us on social media. And some things, beloveds, are not meant to be shared. They are just meant to be meditated on. They're meant to be prayed about. They're meant to be written down as reference. Not everything is for everyone. And you have to be disciplined enough in your walk with the Lord that when he gives you something of weight, of substance, of a confidential nature, something that he wants you to pray about, because I've had instances where, where I'm actually praying and the Lord will drop in a specific person's name, first and last name, in my spirit and tell me to pray. I don't jump on Twitter and say, you know, at four at 415 this morning, you know, the Lord gave me so-and-so's name to pray for. No, because a love, being able to hold confidential information comes with a level of maturity and intimacy. You can't have intimacy with God without maturity. How else will you be able to manage it? But the one thing that I need to stress to, stress to you all as our time together begins to wane is not just study Daniel, not just read Daniel, not just know the, fa the famous Sunday school uh, stories of Daniel and the lion's den, because once you put some actual context to that you have some history behind that what happened to Daniel in the lion's den was a, was a hit they were trying because of Daniel's influence because they couldn't get anything on him the text again this isn't Daniel this is written that the magicians and soothsayers who did not like him they couldn't find any scandal on him they even again this is the message translation tried to pick up any old scandal that he had to get him and they said we, if we can't get that we're going to have to use something religious this is in the text this is in your bible so what they attempted to do with the authority of king darius manipulating the king right manipulating the king what they what they tried to do was a hit on daniel by throwing him into the lion's den And yet he survived. Now, I could just shout right there. But at the same time, the one thing I need you all to understand is some things that God gives you are not for public consumption until the Lord say so. And in the meantime, we do what the, we do what the angel said. 
you continue to live your life and not worry because these things, the big, the big, heavy, confidential things, these are for God to fulfill and manage and, and make strategic anyway. Your job sometimes is just to record it, pray through it and keep going, not to be absorbed by what is going on. And even the uh, the book of Daniel even ends on a cliffhanger. If I could just use that, use that particular verbiage, it ends on a cliffhanger. The angel tells him, the angelic host tells him that don't worry about this. You keep going. This is again using the using the uh, the verbiage found in the uh, the message translation. This is confidential information. All these end time prophecies that that uh, that we now continue to study. That uh, there was a book by uh, Pastor John Hagee who has his own set of issues and problems, and I have my own issue with him. And he said that this was years ago, uh, that he thought that we were in the end times now. Most pe most people think that, but don't be so foolish to follow these uh, doomsday people who say that, you know, the world's going to end at X, Y and Z date. Scripture says no, no man knows the day nor the hour. Remember that. But there are certain things as it relates to end time. The big the big word for that is es is eschatology, right? The study, the study of the end times. The one thing you need to understand and know as a believer in Christ is that you need to make sure your own salvation is set. You need to have your own uh, relationship with God. You need to know what his voice sounds like. You need to have a prayer life. You need to be connected to a church by which will give you structure and support. And even as we ponder over the things yet to come, do not let them stop your life because they, because you are not God. Your job is to do what God said. If that means that the prophecies that he's given you, you just pray, pray about them, do that. If the Lord wants you to give them to your leadership, do that. If the Lord wants you to begin to do something else that relates to uh Again, that spiritual preparation for whatever is to come, do that. But don't be so quick to be chicken little and throw your hands up and scream the sky is falling because the enemy wants you fearful and distracted. Because fearful and distracted Christians are not fearful and distracted Christians are not useful Christians. They're not they're, They can't be moved to be disciples because they're st they're steady scared about something that has not happened yet. And they don't know when it will happen. Because even if you, even when you read Daniel, you see that he's afraid. He doesn't understand what all this means. But the thing that blessed me is, even as Daniel was contemplating these things, the things that he had been, the things that he'd been seeing, he still went back to the book of Jeremiah to read and find out and still see God's face. But yet, even in, even in the seeking, Daniel still had to go to work the next day. Now catch that. He still had to go to work the next day. He still had to go and do the job that he had been commissioned and fashioned to do, even in a foreign land. So the one thing I am going to admonish you today is that read Daniel. Ask the Lord what it is that he's preparing you for, the things that he wants you to be quiet about, the things that he wants you to contemplate and just 
ponder and meditate on. Consider those things. And I think once you consider those things and concentrate on the things that God has for you and the relationship you need to build, rebuild, strengthen or mature with him, because trust, nobody gets this thing completely right every single day. And understand that God is still with you, with us, and there is nothing that escapes his attention. Nothing and no one. Some things shown to his servants, the prophets, or just confidential information. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.